We are about having good content and consistency. And that means though sometimes that something will happen and then you have to scramble. And there is a bit of a panic there. Uh, okay, well, hey, friends, welcome to the Christian Podcaster. I'm your host, Eric Nevins. This, of course, is the show where we introduce you to Christian podcasters. And uh, you can, if you are a Christian podcaster, learn about podcasting. And if you're a Christian podcast listener, you can find your next favorite binge. Uh, this is brought to you by Christian Podcasters Association, which is uh, a group and a membership that uh, that we have on Facebook, and you can actually just go straight to christianpodcastersassociation.com to get a free bronze membership. If you're a Christian podcaster and you're not in that group, uh, what are you doing? Join us. Get over there right now. Get some free training at that bronze level. We'd love to have you there. Okay, so today we've got a great conversation. She's become one of my great friends. We got to have lunch together in uh, Houston not too long ago, and uh, she is the she's one of the four um podcasters on sex chat for christian wives um jay parker jay you also have a blog hot holy and humorous which i think is hilarious welcome to christian podcaster thank you i'm really glad to be here <laughs> i love what you do with your thing but um with your whole platform i think it is so so needed and so um i think it's really great but tell us a little bit about it and kind of what you're doing right now Okay, well, I, I started out as a marriage blogger back in 2010, and I had hotholyhumorous.com, which you mentioned. But what happened is a few years ago, you know, podcasting was becoming a thing, and I listened to podcasts myself and started wanting to branch out into other ways that people can get the message. And, uh, but I didn't want to just talk into a microphone. <laughs> yeah. And actually what kind of happened too, is that, that I had been having conversations with Chris Taylor of the forgiven wife, and we've been talking about other ways to reach marriages. And so podcasting became part of that as I was like, Hey, you know what, this is another thing that we could be doing. And we had to think for a while. So Chris and I talked about it for a while before we came up with the idea of a round table conversation about sex. Yeah. Which is um, definitely needed. So you have four of you, right? That yeah. That get together. So then we had to figure out who to invite and how to, you know, this is, I think, one of the biggest things when you come up with your podcast. It's like, what is the, what is the mission going to be? But also, what is the format? You know, some people have yeah. interview podcasts and people just do monologues. Some people do all kinds of different things. And so we came up with this idea of basically doing what we thought was really helpful for wives, which is sitting around the virtual kitchen table and having an honest conversation about sex and marriage, about all the ups, downs, challenges, benefits, just, you know, everything. And uh, that has just really spoken to an audience. Like we, we couldn't have imagined how much it's caught on. Yeah. You guys are doing really well. So when did you start? So we started February 2017, and we, we took the advice of a lot of people that said, go ahead and bank your first three episodes and release them all at once. So we did that. So we already kind of got people hooked into more than one episode. So they weren't just teased and had to wait for something. They got three right away. Right. 
Uh, now the audio quality was not the best. So if somebody starts listening from the beginning, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were learning, but we kept hearing from wives who were saying, yeah, there's some glitches here and there, but we love your content. And then, you know, and that's the other thing is you, you're just going to have to start where you are, do the best you can and yes. you get better. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's one of the things I like to say to people all the time. You have to start just, it's okay to be where you are. You don't have to have it perfect every time. I was held back for two years for, from mm. just trying to get it, you know, perfect. Even this podcast I've had in my mind for, for over a year, right? I've wanted to do it and here we are. Um, yeah. But so let's talk about some of those challenges because I think uh, if you're okay doing that, because yeah, I know that you're not the only one who's going to struggle with, with that. So what was, what were some of the challenges that you faced? Oh, well, the tech, <laughs> we had no idea yeah. how much tech knowledge we were going to need and, uh, you know, getting the right equipment, figuring out how to record, especially since there were four of us. And so we cannot do some of the things that are available to some other people because there are four of us in four different states recording yeah. together. So that's a unique challenge. How did you guys overcome that? Uh, so, you know what? Uh, honestly, Skype helped us out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> about a year and a half, I'd say, ago, they started allowing that, us to just record straight that. Before we did, we were recording our Skype calls with plugins, and then we would basically have three of us would be running recordings from different computers just to make sure if one failed, we'd have another and this and that. And uh, we're able pretty much now to just record the Skype call. Nice. Um and then we uh, we put it into Hindenburg Journalist, mm -hmm. which we purchased. Uh, definitely encourage people to get a good editing program. We tried Audacity, and I know that it does a lot of stuff, but we found Hindenburg was easier to use. Absolutely, I recently converted to Hindenburg myself after uh, after that conference. So that was uh, Thomas Umstead made a very passionate case for. <laughs> For, yeah, uh, I hope I hope you've been happy. I mean, I just I have it much easier to work with. It was so much easier. So I've used GarageBand for oh. uh, basically four years. The whole time I was I've been podcasting. Now here's the thing, friends. So you can use like totally start with whatever's free, right? You do, this is editing is one of those things you can do completely for free. If you have a Mac, you can get GarageBand. If you don't, you can get Audacity. People are really happy with it. It's great. But Hindenburg, it's only like ninety five dollars for the journalist version. And it, and you can get deals if you could go at the right time around holidays and things. Um, but it is astounding and it really is simple. Um, one of the things, by the way, uh, Jay, I don't know if you know this, but we have it within the gold level and CPA, Chris Starin sat down and did a, a whole how to tutorial to get started with Hindenburg, which is nice. Oh, wow. That's extremely helpful because I mean, I definitely read the manuals and this and that, and I went and watched some videos, but it took longer. I think my learning curve was a little bit longer. If you are shifting from something free that mm -hmm. you know into that, it's probably gonna be a little easier, but we were just starting with very little knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there is a bit to, to, so for us, like the tech, there was a bit of a learning curve on all these things. And I remember, you know, early on, like we lost a couple of episodes. Oh man. Just, you know, gone or just didn't record where you could really use the audio. Yeah. Okay. Describe that feeling for us. Cause those who are not podcasters have no idea what it's like. Oh, oh my gosh. You know, it's, it's just, well, uh, sometimes it's bad when you have four of us, like, and if you were 
not to blame, but if, if the fault yeah. was on your end that something happened, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was the noise <laughs> on my end. And then, and then you're just apologizing. And, and for us too, it's difficult to get a time to all get together because there's yeah. four of us. Yeah. And so then it's like, well, that's lost. We're going to have to start over again. And then we are, you're on the schedule to try to release consistently, which for us is every other week. And we've now and then we have people say, oh, you guys need to go to weekly. And we're like, oh, my gosh, we're, <laughs> we're <laughs> you know, if we get to the point where we can hire an engineer to edit everything, sure. But short of that, I don't know how it's going to happen. But we, we, you know, we, we are about having good content and consistency. And that means, though, sometimes that something will happen and then you have to scramble. Yeah. And, uh, and there is a bit of a panic there. <laughs> So, um, anyway, I think the, I think the worst thing that ever actually happened was one time, uh, an episode got released where the recording for some reason kept going and somebody didn't realize their recording kept going and they recorded like three hours of household. Oh no. Sounds and conversation. And you didn't cut that out in editing? Well, what happened is that was all edited out and then accidentally oh, the wrong. wrong audio file got loaded oh, no. and published. And we like immediately realized like actually some wonderful listener was like, uh, you have a four hour thing. And you're like, Oh my gosh. Oh, no. And so we yanked it down immediately, but you know, and this was early on. So, but anybody who had subscribed had gotten the thing and we immediately had to come out with something, say, please ignore that. That is someone's private. Yeah. Life yeah. Wow. On- oh no. <laughs> So, uh, so I felt really bad for, for that person, but it just, but I'm like, you know, that here's, I guess the thing is you can survive quite a lot if you are providing content that people want to listen to. And if you're being authentic, I think those are two big ones Mm -hmm. and, you know, as professional as you can be. Right. I think that's so, and those two things are not always the same, right? Authenticity and professionalism, right? Like they, uh, there's a way to do authenticity, uh, and still be professional, right? So like even, even today, you know, we're, we're having a conversation. I didn't get everything right. Right. But we're still, we're still sharing the, 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 you know, transparent, uh, problems that we have with podcasting and that people, people enjoy that, I think. And we're, this is what I like about podcasting because we live in an age where authenticity is highly valued and you can do that in front of a microphone. I think that's what a lot of people like about podcasting is that you can go deeper into a subject and it can feel more conversational. It's less performative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. Like that's one reason I, for instance, have... Um, I can't remember if you guys have a, a like a long intro or not, but I took my my intro at the time. It was really cool for people to get one made, you know, with like a a radio announcer. This is the you know whatever. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's okay. But like some of my favorite radio people don't do that. They just have music that comes on, and the moment you hear it, you know who it is, right? And so I chose to kind of go that route. I don't. What do you guys do? We have a very short intro and we have needed to re-record it for ages and we <laughs> cannot seem to get together and do it. But it basically, we just introduce ourselves and say, oh, that's you know, right. welcome to Sex Chat for Christian Wives. This is the podcast where we, you know, 
do this and then we say who we are from each of our backgrounds yeah it goes in what we used to do though is at the end we used to have a whole outro with um with more information and leave a review and show that like and we've stopped doing that we just do music at the end yeah do you, why did you do that because we decided those kinds of things that we were saying at the end, we could incorporate into the conversation yeah. at the end and be more in the moment and more authentic there. Yeah, that's I, I like that too. I've I've wrestled with that in my show a lot. Do I need to have something? I want something consistent. I want to ask people, give that call to action. You always hear about that, right? Yeah, it's like so hard though to to you know remember to do. And, and I'm always like, how do we ask for reviews? Because it is so important. Yeah. But how do you do it in a way? Because I know I'm asking someone to inconvenience themselves and go do it. And I don't leave a review for everything I listen to. Yeah. I have. But what, you know, what is the thing that gets people to I, do that? I think sometimes you just have to ask and see. And sometimes people will do it and sometimes they won't. So I try to do like a little bit. I kind of vary it at the beginning. Um, and that's I almost the only call to action, like even today. Just a little bit, little one, right? Hey, come to Christian Podcasters Association. Want you there um, if you're a Christian podcaster, um, and that's it. And then you just let it mm-hmm. let it go. Um, and, and I'll do that on halfway there. I'll ask, um, you know, hey, this is, you know, go check out our Patreon or go check out. Um, okay, well, so let me ask you a question. Yeah, I'm gonna turn this around. All right, all right. <laughs> Since we're discussing reviews, and I think this is something that people ha- think about, is that you because you do want to when you have a podcast, one of the biggest things too is discoverability. How do you get people to know you're out there? And reviews is one of the things. Like if you see something out there and it's trending, or or you see a podcast and like three people have left reviews versus another one with three hundred. Right. Which which one are you more likely to give? Uh, listen. So one of the things that we've thought about, and we haven't done nearly enough is sharing reviews that have already mm-hmm. come in because I think people like the idea that if they leave a review, it might get read on the podcast. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think of that? I love that. And actually I think sharing them on social media is really genius. I've seen some oh. people do that, take a screenshot and then just share it and go, Hey, I really appreciated this review from this person. Um, you know, and then that's where you can leave a call to action and a link to go, like, go, go and uh, leave us a review too if you like the show. Um, yeah. Because that's, that's really promoting your audience, right? And you're. Right. Like, I mean, some of the reviews that have been the best is we've been called binge worthy. And we're like, yes. We're binge worthy. See, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So we're like, we've tried to take that word and like put it wherever we can. <laughs> I 100% agree. That's a great one. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the times we live in, right? Everybody binges everything. So if you're on a long car ride, you know, oh, sex yeah. chat for Christian I've, wives. I've done that. I've discovered a new podcast and just, you know, dove in by listening to two or three or four episodes yep. to get a feel for the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay. Um, so I want to go back to your show cause we need to talk about your show. I love all this, oh, all the podcasting, let's but let's talk about sex chat for Christian wives. Uh, one of my questions is who is it for, but I think it says in the title for Christian wives. So, uh, yeah, it says in the title. That's another thing is to pick a title that, that goes at what you're really wanting to promote. And so we just went straight forward on the title and said, this is what we're doing. Um, so we kind of have in mind like the Christian wife who is wants to have a better sex life and maybe they already have a good one with their husband or maybe they don't, but they know it's something that needs to happen and they just, 
they just need practical advice, but biblical viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to reach that Christian wife and say, oh, well, mainly our biggest message is sex is for you too. Yeah. And here's how it can be really great uh, in your marriage and for your marriage. I love that. I love the message because uh, there are so many negative messages and I think just downright wrong messages that the church has given to mm-hmm. both men and women um, about sex. And so you guys are sort of a corrective to that. Yeah. And, and I think also when we gathered this uh, round table, we also ended up with people from different angles. And that's one of the things that I think has been important mm. in reaching out to people and being as authentic as we are is that, you know, we have and they're high drive wife, low drive wife, um, somebody who has a really good science background, somebody who's got more of a health perspective. Um, so it just, we, you know, we have practical tips. We have, you know, here's how to even just get in the mood. We've just been able to cover a lot of ground with, with uh, several of us rather than just one. Um, and, I, and I'm not saying that this is the way to go. I'm just saying that when you choose your format, if you think about your mission and you think about how best to deliver the content you want, I think that matters. So for what we wanted, this was the right format for somebody else. It wouldn't be. Yeah. You can not answer this question if you want, but how did you guys, do you guys have a formal agreement? Cause you, you are making money. And so like, how is that working? Yeah, actually uh, about a year and a half ago, we formed an LLC. Okay. So we are for Christian wives, LLC. And uh, so we're equal partnerships and uh, have established bank account. We started doing sponsorships. We also have webinars now. And uh, cool. so any of the money that comes in through those efforts, what happens is they go into the account and then they first pay yep. for our podcast expenses. Um, and then any additional gets distributed, which also often pays for podcast expenses as we do equipment personally. Yeah. Cause that's, that doesn't go into the, you know, whatever equipment I have at home is not something that the LLC pays for. It's my own. Yeah. yeah, Gotcha. Uh, that's, that's really important. Right. And I think if you are considering a podcast partnership of some sort, you should probably get that in writing and do something formal. Yeah. I, a few months ago, I started another podcast with Chris Taylor and it mm-hmm. is uh, for husbands called Knowing Her Sexually. Um, and that one, we do not have an LLC, but we have a general partnership agreement. There so I do encourage people that if they're going to do this, uh, even though it's a ministry, it's treated also like a business because you want to make sure everything is clear from yeah. the beginning and laid out. And then you just don't have you know, the questions, it's just all there. Right. Yeah. As Brené Brown says, clarity is kind, right? (laughs) Super important. And that helps you protect not only your work, but also your relationships, which are important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we've never had any, um, we've never had any conflict in any of these endeavors. That's great. That's great. Okay. So anyway, thank you for just sharing that because I thought, I think, Sometimes people don't um, think about all that kind of stuff. Like there's stuff that in the background that you need to need to know. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I think as Christians we get a little uh, sticky about that kind of stuff. We we think, oh, well, you know, this is my Christianity thing. It shouldn't be like business or shouldn't be making money or things like that. But that's really not 
that's not biblical either. Like if you put yes. a lot of effort and work into something, um, you know, the Bible says that the worker deserves his wages and it's okay to do these things and to treat it like a business. Absolutely. It, it definitely, it definitely is. I think that's important. Okay. What change did you want to make? So maybe, maybe you answered that a little bit, but to offer some good teaching, but how would you say that? What change in the world? Did yeah. What change in the world did you want to make with your podcast? Why, why did you start it? Yeah, I, I think what happened is, is we were also feeling like there were people who needed to hear the messages that we had through our various ministries, but they weren't going to necessarily come read a site or they didn't have time to read, but they could listen. So that was kind of a thing. It was an ex- originally sort of an expansion of what we were already doing in our ministries, but it kind of became its own thing as well. Mm. And that was about this idea of um, so many of the resources out there tell women to have sex or how important sex is in their marriage or to their husband, but they don't really deal with um, why it's important and why it's good for her and how to make it good for her. And, you know, everything we see biblically is that sex is for both spouses. And so we wanted to focus not on the sin message that's out there, like you talked about, or the, just have sex message that you hear. We wanted this to be really the wife's perspective. So wife to wife. Yeah. Which is so valuable. I think that's a change that does need to be made. That's one thing I love about the internet, right? Is you couldn't have like, for instance, I'll just use myself. When we got married in 1997, the internet was like, you know, barely there. Uh, so we got all these books and they all had those messages, right? Those kind of, and it was mm-hmm. so damaging in, in many ways. Um, and I know that we're not the only ones. There's a lot of people who, who struggle with that. So, um, but that, so but what you get to do is kind of bring a much more positive and I think biblical message, right? To, to wives um, and bring kind of a tribe together in a way that, that wasn't even possible before. Yeah, I, I think these are messages that a lot of times people are craving for and they're not getting from their local church or yeah. books or people that they talk to. We get a lot of wives who will respond and say, hey, I feel like you're my girlfriends and I don't <laughs> really have anybody where I live that I can talk to about wow. this stuff. And it is just really nice to feel like I'm part of, of y'all. Yeah, yeah. You guys do have a feel uh, like... um that you're, cause you are kind of, I don't know if you're, you have this sort of virtual table, right? Like you're all kind of sitting around t- chatting, like you said, yeah. and, and you're inviting someone else. Hey, come sit down. Here's your cup of coffee and, and let's have a talk. So exactly. We, we've been, we've said many times, this is the virtual kitchen table, pull up a chair yeah, and, you know, listen in to our conversation and, uh, but, you know, maybe some of those wives as they're listening are adding their own two cents. <laughs> we can't hear it. Right, right. <laughs> But I don't know about you. I talk back to podcasts sometimes. <laughs> I do. I, you know what I always do is I try to tell my wife about it, and then she has no context, and she's like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" Never mind. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> actually, my husband listens to podcasts too. Totally different podcasts, but we will sometimes share things, and then we were like, "Oh, well, I have to tell you what they were saying before this." Right, right. Give you context. Okay. Do you have a favorite episode of your show? Yeah, I. You know, I don't know that I do have a favorite. I think there are some particularly good ones. I think that when we dealt with uh, 
myths that we hear. We have two episodes about myths that wives hear, and we kind of debunk those myths. I think that's a particularly good. Yeah. Awesome. Um, we also have a couple of, of uh, ones that are things like, you know, two years of our best sex tips, stuff like that. Yeah. It's kind of cumulative. You can get a whole lot in one episode that way. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. It was that stuff that you took from the previous episodes? Um, no, we just kind of came up with our own list and we talked okay. about those. So everybody was like, come with your, your good sex tips and we discussed them. Oh, nice. Very good. Yeah. So that's really great. Okay. I will put links to both of those episodes in, uh, and I'll, I'll throw those in the, in great. the show notes Thanks. so people can find those. Um, it's, it gets hard too, because actually, you know, we're, pa- we're past like 85 episodes and stuff. So yeah. like, I don't know. What if we talked about I know. <laughs> I know. I I always so I asked that question partly because I think it tells me something about what you value, right? So yeah. which one that stands out to you I think is interesting. Also because our friends listening might go, okay, that's maybe a good place to start for them. Um It's also hard because I feel like what I would recommend to somebody else and what's my own favorite, like yeah. I, you know, I have a passion for um the higher drive wives and so the episode that we did on that is very important to me. But that's not where I would typically tell a wife listening to start. Yeah, unless they were in that situation, right? Yeah. So. Very good. Well, yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm looking for. But I get it because I've, you know, we're at over 200 episodes now. And I feel like I could, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody asked me that and I go, "Uh, I have ones that I, that stand out to me, you know, but uh, they're all kind of my children. You know, they're all like, they're like, I just love them all because I created them all and they're all you're going to learn something in every single episode. So I, I get 200 that. 200 children, no wonder you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the good thing is the uh, podcast episode children, if I can say that, aren't as expensive as the real ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> We're, uh, I got one going to college this week. That's crazy. So, Oh, bless your heart. Um, all right. So what have you learned with, well, since doing your podcast like about yourself? I I think I don't know that I learned this but it was like really really reinforced that I love working in an ensemble. Mm-hmm. Um and that I just have felt a great synergy and I feel like whenever you pair with other people in the kingdom you know it is that thing of whenever two or more are gathered in the name I just feel like you amplify your reach and your own faith. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I hear partly body of Christ, right? There's this way that mm-hmm. everyone brings something different and the sum is greater than the, than its parts, right? Or the, how does that go? The whole is greater than some of the parts. Yeah. I mean, there, we definitely, because of the situation too, have had the ability to do division of labor. So yeah. for instance, um, I almost never answer an email <laughs> uh, because Bonnie does that, but she never has, it's an episode, you know? So yeah, yeah. it's, we just are able to kind of do say, what can you bring to the table and divide things out? And I would say that that's important too. Even if you are a lone podcaster, what's next for you guys. Good question. So on the sex chat for Christian wives, uh, we have been doing more webinars and we did three last year. We're doing three this year. 
we've been discussing other virtual events that we could do because those seem to be popular. Yeah. Um, well, they're kind of all you can do right now, so you may as well take advantage of that. Well, yeah. But that's, I mean, that had actually always been our idea. We periodically talked about doing in-person stuff, but the logistics on that for us are particularly difficult. So uh, that kind of thing. We're also looking at expanding uh, into doing some other podcasts, into mm. uh, individuals doing some of their own podcasts beyond that, and maybe being a little more of a network. Nice. Um, and then with knowing her sexually, we are, you know, continuing that. Chris Taylor and I are doing that. Uh, they are, there are shorter episodes, about 15 minutes for the guys, because we know they want to <laughs> just get to the point. We'll just get to the point. And uh, so it's just the two of us. And we try to explain. We try to explain your wife's sexuality to you guys. Uh, we're not telling you what to do so much as we're telling you, uh, here's how women are. And here's why. You don't understand her because she's not like you, and here's how she is. <laughs> right, right. This is what you need to know. That sounds just this is invaluable, right? So I have not listened to uh, knowing her sexually yet, sexually yet, but I will. I will go and find that. So I'll put links to that yeah, as we, well. We, we we basically say, I'm sorry, we're so complex. We are, and we just we know it. And <laughs> and if you think it's difficult for you, just imagine what it is to be the person. Right, right. And- <laughs> There's value in not only understanding, but appreciating that, right? Like there's something I think beautiful about, about the interplay of like just understanding one another or allowing space for each other, right? To be the way they are. Well, I mean, this is one of the things to me that, that has always fueled my desire to continue talking about the importance of sexual intimacy is that there's such a complementary one flesh aspect Mm-hmm. to the experience when it is as God intended. And it's also actually a reflection of the way uh, God wants to be intimate with his people. So the marriage relationship is often used as an analogy Yeah, for God and his people. A hundred percent. I will be their God. They will be my people. That's what he wants and that's what he will have and you can participate. So I love that. Um, all right. So where can people find you? Okay, so uh, the website for Sex Chat for Christian Wives is just for Christian Wives. That's F-O-R, ChristianWives.com. So Knowing Her Sexually podcast is actually KHSMinistry.com because we didn't want to have sex in the title. (laughs) So KHSMinistry.com. Yeah, you start searching for that. You're going to get some other kinds of things probably. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want, uh, you know. We didn't know what kind of guys would show up if we just did that. And then uh, my own is hotholyhumorous.com. And if you go there, if you just go to hotholyhumorous.com and scroll down, you'll actually see the little icons for all my stuff, including those two podcasts that you can click and it'll take you to the right place. Perfect. Hotholyhumorous.com. That, uh, by the way, you do great work on that. I know we're talking about your podcast, but... Um, I'm on your email list. I get, I get those and I always stop and just like at least read through as much as I can. Cause it's, uh, it's always valuable and interesting and, um, and good work. So thanks for doing that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah it's my pleasure. You're welcome. So, okay guys, that's it. You can, you can go there. Hey, once again, um, you can go to Christian podcasters association. If you want to join, if you're a Christian podcaster, we want you to, uh, come hang out with us. And if you're a, a podcast listener, you don't have a podcast yet, but you want one, 
come on. We'll, we'll show you how to do it. Hey, thanks a lot, Jay. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.